spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. It's Chad and Evan Daily with material from Chad and Evan's live show on 104.9 The Wolf. There's a career that is synonymous with the city of Regina. That um, career is car thief. Oh. Uh, a lot of car thieves here. In the Oldsmobile Club. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you. Listen, if you're going to be a car thief, in order to be successful, you need to learn. And you need to Ooh. learn how to drive a stick. All that right. is a lost art. Because do it they is. even make standards anymore? They do. do. you have to specially order them? They're tough to find, yeah. But they do still make them. You need to learn to drive a standard. And here's why. First off, a lot of the nice cars are sticks. Mm, I love driving right. standard. A lot of the good sports cars, they're standards. You know, you know? I, when, I, when I learned to drive a standard, it was on a three and a tree. Yeah, me too. Really? Yep. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this happened in Vancouver uh, just last week, actually. A person was, uh, they ransacked a home. They found keys to the vehicle, the, to the family vehicle. They went out, they went down to the parkade to get into it. Then the owners of the house come home, notice the place is ransacked. They notice their car keys are gone. So they're like, well, we better go downstairs and check on the vehicle. Still they go there. down there. The person is still there trying to get out of the parking because out. they don't know how to drive a stick. <laughs> it is a lost art. I think that a lot of kids now probably won't learn how to. Probably not. And here's another thing. Farm those, kids. Those poor kids will never know how to smoke a cigarette while driving a stick either. What a talent. And you have to go back and forth with the, the cigarette. Right. And no, yeah. It's not easy, kids. It's not easy. You'll never know. Chad and Evan Daly. When did this start? 85 and it went till 1991. We're talking about the raccoons. What a What a show. wonderful show. What a show. You know it. And you can sing along. Or maybe not. But the, the, this song, of course, the theme song for the Raccoons, the show is now on Crave. And they've redone it as well. Mm -hmm. They've enhanced everything. Remastered it. You're going to see Snag. Yeah. Cyril Sneer. Cyril Sneer. You're going to see him in uh, full HD. Who is the big uh, furry, like, sheepdog looking thing? What the sheep, the sheepdog? Um, I can't remember. Bert. No, Bert was the main raccoon. Bert was the main raccoon. Yeah. Uh... I can't remember. Honestly, uh, it was one of the greatest. It was a CBC classic, right? And it was, it was like, uh, I, was it on Sunday nights? Is that when it was? I on? can't remember when it used to run, but it was a, it was just, it was great. And it was very Canadian because they were always playing hockey. Did you have a crush on Lisa Raccoon? <laughs> she was the one that had the blue eyes. Uh, no, I, I didn't. I, I can't. Oh yeah, you know what? I did. She was yes, a, I did. She, Captivating blue eyes, if, yes. If absolutely. you had to, like, w with a raccoon, yeah, I'm telling you, yeah, oh, Lisa Raccoon there was uh, <laughs> something else. Yeah, October 8th is when this comes out, so you can get oh, your awesome. jollies from the varmint. That's tomorrow. Yeah. Chad. Saturday, today October is, 8th. Today is yeah. October the 7th. So that, that would... One second. Okay, hold on. Let me do... So if it, it was... Come, but it comes out on the 8th. But it was September, and then it gets into October. Okay, which we are in? We're in October now. It's October 7th. It's Elliot's birthday today. Oh! 
Oh, well, yeah. this is a good birthday present for him then. Tomorrow. What? Chad and Evan Daily. Are you a big fan of uh, the Super Mario Brothers? Of course, back in the day, uh, yeah. Well, still to this day, I am. See, I, 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 I'm out of the Nintendo world, so I haven't I got the Switch. Yeah, I haven't, I, I haven't got the Switch. Switch. Although rumor is that may be a Christmas thing. Oh. But, but I do know that I, uh, when I was a kid, I played Super Mario, uh, uh-huh. Super Mario Three. Was you were the always one. Luigi. That was the one that I was because you have an yeah, older brother. I have an older brother. Yeah, but the uh, new one, the uh, new cartoon here, the, the official trailers dropped, mm-hmm. and Mario is played by Chris Pratt. Yeah, and Mario sounds like Chris Pratt. Yeah, I don't like it. There was an initial audio that came out, and it was Chris Pratt being all like, "Ah, look at the me," and it was all like, "Whoa!" <laughs> but that's the that's... way it should be, unless he switches into that kind of Mario later on. I don't think so. Though. You know, but like here, let's uh, let's uh, listen here. Oh, we have a trailer. What is this place? That's Mario. That's Chris Pratt. I'm sorry. Yeah, some mushrooms will kill you. But anyway, so that's the thing with so Mario. So he sounds like Andy from Parts and Rec? Like yeah, he's just yeah. Going, he's, he's not changing it at all. Right, right. And wow. so I don't know, like with Luigi and anything like that, right. I didn't read too much well, into Luigi's it. Well, Luigi's his brother, though, and you'd think you'd have a similar accent. Well, you would think so, but I don't know who plays uh, Luigi in, in this one. Can I touch but, on something very quick I think people are being I, very unfair about? Or uh, how John Leguizamo was the greatest Thank Luigi? You. Thank you. Yeah. I think, no, Mario. Oh, no, no, he was, he was, he was Luigi. Right. I think everybody's being very unfair to him. And I think everybody's being very unfair to the 90s live-action uh, Mario Brothers. It is the greatest movie from the 90s. Oh, Forrest bro- Gump, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Nothing. Compared Super to Mario. Mario. Chad and Evan Daly. You know, when I look at my plate at Thanksgiving, first off, it's heaped. And it's, it better not have cranberries. We'll They're disgusting. Cranberries are gross. And also, can we stop acting like mashing turnips is a good thing? It's yeah, not. It's stupid. It's not. And no. nobody eats it. Nobody eats it. Yeah, you just have a little bowl, and it's like yeah. the old people eat it because it's nice and mushy for them. I think, yeah. Well, Easy yeah. to swallow. They don't <laughs> have to chew. Mashed potatoes are fine, but mashed oh, turnips. so good. Mashed turnips, and also, leave the lumps in the potatoes. I'm cool with that. Yeah, you don't need too. to whip it up. No. Leave it lumpy a little no, bit, yeah, right? Little lump, cool bit of lumps are good. Yeah, it means it was made with love. That's what That's I like right. about it. You, you, know? Know, you know someone made that with love. Yeah, You're it's right. authentic, and it's yeah. not powdered. No, you don't want the powder. What are you doing? You can't do that. But when I Look at my plate. The true all-star is not the turkey. No, okay? not it's the not ham. your broccoli salad. Well, broccoli, that's a good one. That's though. Pretty good, but it's not the all-star. Okay, right. The all-star on every Pierogies. plate is the one that goes out there and plays every single game and is a stud every single. Th- no, not the pierogi either. With like fried pierogies with onions. And- oh, okay. You the know, stuffing is the all-star on the plate. That uh, is the uh, one. I might that, put that. Uh, it's it's close for me. You keep going. It can't really be messed up. And I'm okay with stovetop stuffing, too. You don't yeah, have to yeah. be fancy. You don't have to put it right up in the bird. I don't care. Yeah, okay. it, can, it can just be stovetop. That's fine, too. I love stuffing. Yeah. I am a big fan of the stuffing. Yeah. Covered in gravy. Yeah. Loaded with salt and pepper. For sure. So delicious. Along with a big heaping of pierogies. Covered in sour cream and salt and fried onions. Sure. And just a little bit of um, salad. A little bit. The broccoli salad. Just, just enough so that it's like a little, a little fiber intake. Yeah, you can just get a little bit in there, yeah. right? And yeah. then a little bit of turkey. Right. Or ham. Yeah. A bit of both. Yeah. And cabbage roll. Sure. And then you just pile it right up, like you said. Pile, now, no order. You, no order. When you're doing your mashed potatoes, yeah. you put them onto the uh, the plate. 
Right. And then do you make the little little uh, hole in the middle? Yeah, and a pool, your gravy. swimming pool. Yeah, you make the, the gravy. Yeah. Swimming pool. Yeah, you need to have the little, uh, you need to, listen, you want your plate to look like a prime piece of real estate. That's right. You need that swimming pool in the backyard. Full no of swimming gravy. pool. Get it out of there. It's like, pr- you know, you, you got to do this right. And also, when you're making, when you're piling your plate, uh-huh. you start with the stuffing and the potatoes. Because guess what? They're fine with anything. They, they play well with yes. anything. So if you put them on the yes. bottom of the plate, all the mixing and stuff that happens throughout a you meal. Don't wanna, you don't care okay. that your food touches. It's all going to touch in the end anyway. It needs to. You get a little bit of the cream yeah. in with the gravy and everything all for the broccoli stuff. salad. It's all good. Oh, it's all good except Can't for- wait except, for stuffing. Except for cream, cream corn. If you put that stuff anywhere near my plate, I will vomit on you. Chad and Evan Daily. So there's different fads that catch on at uh, different shows, mm-hmm. you know, and people do different things. Yeah. You, know, you know, and I mean, this isn't a show, a movie, but a, a musical, but like the Rocky Horror Picture Show and like with the toast yeah, and confetti. You, and, yeah, and people, you know, dress up when they go to the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's different things where people have thrown the uh, the bats on stage. Yeah. Right? For Ozzy. Yeah, that was uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Uh, What were some of the weird things that happened here? Oh, the weird rock news today was the uh, uh, study on straight men playing extreme metal. Yeah. To show off to other straight men (laughs) playing extreme metal. They've actually found that's one of the main drivers for men who play guitar uh, in extreme metal bands is they want to impress other male extreme guitarists. That's That's right. That's right. And I get that. And by the way, Nuno Bedencourt is the only extreme guitarist. That's it. Because he's the guitarist of extreme. Yeah. Uh, That's fine. Um, Someone threw a dead rat on stage at a Full of Hell show. That was pretty weird. A dead rat. A dead rat. Hmm. You, yeah. I would do that at a rat show. Well, yeah. Because that would make more sense. Rat. Rat. Now, social media is now awash. There is a new fad that is about to take over. There is video footage that I have shared on our Facebook page of a fan grating cheese over their fellow concert goers at a rock show in California over the weekend. His hands are up, and it looks like he's grating a big block of cheddar over top of everyone else. I hope, out of all the fads I've ever heard of at rock and roll, this is the one that I hope catches on. And if they don't allow you to bring the grater in, my yeah. I suggest bringing a bag of pre-grated cheese. <laughs> Chad and Evan Daly. Two guys live in a studio in the same city doing a morning show. It's, it's the craziest. It's the, yeah, well, of course. It's the craziest idea. Hey, who would Live have local radio. Not hey? like one person here and one person in Saskatoon. Who would do something show. like that well, and claim know. to be like Or like local. even a, like a show like out of Edmonton. That pretends to be like an afternoon show or something. It's just, yeah, it's, just it's mind-boggling to me that people hmm. do that. And then, and then, and then, and then they sit there and they're like, "Oh, we're local." Yeah, yeah we claim right yeah, from we're here. local. Yeah. We don't hire anybody local, yeah. but okay. Uh, I don't know who would do that though. So, uh, hockey is an expensive game to go watch. It's an expensive <laughs> game to play right. too, but it's an expensive game, especially if you want to go to an NHL game and you want to, nope. you know, it's yeah, you like to up. drink those stadium beers. They're not cheap. So they've come out with a uh, list of the most expensive arenas to watch an NHL game in. So this includes one ticket to the game, like average ticket, not like a crazy ticket, but an average ticket, two beers, two beers, and a hot dog and parking. Okay. So this is on average per person. All right. The most expensive place to watch. My kids don't drink beer. Okay. The most? Do you want to start with the most expensive or least expensive? Well, I think everyone's gonna, going to know what the least expensive. Yeah, is. of course. The least expensive is an Arizona Coyotes game. Yeah, uh, in Phoenix, you go to one of those games. 
It's, well, it's dirt cheap. And there was times where you could go down to a Panthers game and mm-hmm. buy tickets for like $11 or, you know, $20. Tampa Bay Lightning were like that at one point. And, and sit in the lower bowl. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The most expensive team to go watch is one that I think might actually shock people because you guessed the same one that I guessed at first. Toronto. Not. It's not. The most expensive uh, arena to go to to watch a game is Madison Square Garden. New York <laughs> Rangers are the most expensive team at $247 Canadian on average a person. Hey, when you told me that after I guessed Toronto, then I think I guessed Montreal. Um, nope. I, 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 no, no, I know. but you they, did. No, you I, did. I think, and I guess yeah. Nashville as well because just because no. Nashville is an expensive city, it's and, expensive to get there. And they're top 10. But like, right. So the, the top ones go like this. And I, I was very shocked by this. So the Rangers are number one, yeah. most expensive team to go watch. The Leafs, number two. Vegas Golden Knights at three, which actually isn't shocking because it it's Vegas. First, and but people want to drop their wallet in Vegas, right? Yeah. This one is shocking, though. Number four, the Seattle Kraken. That one shocked the hell out of me. Why? They're an expansion team. Like... Maybe it's because they tack on a, a carbon tax on the tickets in their... Uh, what's, the, what's the stadium called there again? Uh, yeah. Hipsters R Us Stadium or something like that? Yeah, I think that's what it is. I so. can't remember. Uh, Boston Bruins, number five on the list. Chicago Blackhawks, number six. Only two Canadian teams making the top ten, that being Montreal yeah. and Toronto in at number two. Your Edmonton Oilers, very middle of the pack. They what about are, your Edmonton Oilers? My Edmonton Oilers do not exist. Thanks for tuning in to Chad and Evan Daily. New episodes every weekday on your favorite podcast app and full audio available at thewolfrocks.com. Don't miss Wolf Mornings with Chad and Evan. Weekdays from 6 to 10 on Regina's Rock Station, 104.9 The Wolf.